Oh, oh, oh. You know what? Oh, what man, we can cut this out. No, no man, we can. Yeah. Never mind, Chester. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. We back, man. I got my co-host extraordinaire, water, man, H2O. Man, you drinking it? You drinking enough of it? How often you drinking it? You loving it? You holding it? You caressing it? You drinking it at room temp? Hmm? Are you drinking it at room temp? Or does it have to be ice cold every single time? Hmm? How are you drinking it, man? Drinking that water, man. I want y'all to drink water daily like your life depends on it because your life literally depends on it, man. Without it, you're nothing. You're done. We do this every week, man. We do this every week. I got to the point now, I can't even drink cold water the same. Like, even in, in the midst of hot, I'd be like, man, it's too cold. So I'm you soft you now. You only room throat. temp now? Huh? You only room temp? Pretty much, yeah. Like, I, I drank cold water on my flight uh, the other day because they, they only had cold. So I kind of just took a sip and let it heat up on its own time before I really indulged. So now, I'm room temp. Even in the hottest of the hot ball sweat heat, give me that room temp. You know, so I've changed as a, as a person. Like, you know, I'm out here now. But I want y'all to really value water, man. Water is the best thing smoking right here, right now. It's, it's, it's vital. It's, it's wealth. It's riches. It's, you know, it's everything. You know, that stuff you think is everything, it's not really everything like water is. You know what I'm saying? Let's snatch up all the water right now. Let's snatch it all up. What we got left? Huh? You're going to survive for a little bit on your man-made bullshittery. You're going to hang in there for a little bit, but eventually we all out of here, man. Done. Imagine we just suck up all the ocean, just boom, all the, all the wildlife is just going to flounder in the, they done. You know what I'm saying? Then we done. No fresh water coming in, no nothing. Then we out here, lips ashy. We talking like, man, I don't know if we going to make it. We can't, we can't water the crops. You just going to be out here mad ashy, lips crusty. You know what I'm saying? Balls dry, vagina just bone dry. Everything just going to be dry. Nipples going to be flaky, pasty. You know what I'm saying? Fingernails going to be just shredded. You're going to have those rough fingernails around the, around the edge. Cuticles just going to be looking crazy. It's just going to be wild. Value that water, man. It's everything, man. They sending us new pictures of the galaxy right now. They sending us new pictures of space. Deeper than we've ever seen before. You know what's in those galaxies? Hopefully there's some water somewhere in those galaxies that we can see. And that picture from NASA looks like an album cover. That could be somebody's album cover, man. It's amazing. But it's like, man, so much out there. And think about a galaxy. Well, like we're looking at multiple galaxies. And you know how big a galaxy is? Huge. Like our own Milky Way is huge. And we just like on the tip of it. We just on the tip. We just on the small little, the solar system is on the tip of the Milky Way galaxy. Just a little minuscule piece. And there's billions of galaxies? Oh, man. Where's the water at, man? That's what we want to know. In all those galaxies, where's the water at? And you, and you best believe, if you can get some water going, hey, we can get some life at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot out there. It's a lot going on in that universe, man. And I want to see some aliens, man. I want to see some aliens in these pics. 
I want them to catch one in mid drive by. I want the spaceship to be to be caught in the picture. And I want to see an alien in the window looking back at the picture like, like they just cold busted. Like, oh, oh, like freeze frame. They just looking like, oh, snap. Kind of like that little Sasquatch picture where Sasquatch kind of looked back at the camera and he was kind of looking at the booty shot too. He was like, oh. I want that to be an alien spacecraft and we can see in the window and the alien is like, oh. Maybe an alien getting out the shower so we can see some alien cheeks and just be like, yo, they, I told you they was out there. But will the spaceships have windows? I don't know. But I do believe there's life out there. It's got to be, man. It's too much real estate out there for it to just be. It's, it's a waste. If it was just us, trash. Look at Earth. Look at what we're doing. Look at how we live. Look at what we're doing to one another. Look at the judgment. Look at the... The exploitation, the death, the resources, the wars, the petty beefs. <coughs> and it, it, it's just us in the universe, man? Trash. Imagine pulling up on us from a highly enlightened world and you coming over here and you, you know, you be like, man, y'all, y'all arguing over this shit right here? Y'all being this petty? Oh, man, y'all suck, man. Y'all out here lying to one of y'all? Man, y'all trash. Y'all doing this, y'all... Y'all tearing up the environment yourself? Trash. We're going to be big trash. They're going to be like, man, let's get the hell up out of here. They're going to kill themselves pretty soon. We'll come back when they're gone. And at the rate we're going, we're going to be gone. I feel like they already did that. They already came and left? Yeah, absolutely. They so, probably they gave us Wi-Fi, and then they're like, all right, we out. <laughs> they were like, Wi-Fi, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. And we out. And they're like, here's this so you guys can learn not to be so trash. Yeah. And what do we do with it? Become more trash. We amplified the trash. Yeah. It's like we it's like we want to die out here. And the planet Earth Earth is still gonna be here regardless of what we do. The only thing that's gonna take the earth out is the sun when it when it expands. Now we may or may not get swallowed up in that expansion, but we'll be gone before then. Trust. And then you got the nerve to want to be like, all right, so how can we get to another planet? So you can fuck that shit up as well? You looking at Mars so you can exploit Mars? Mars is like, don't come over here. Mars is doing just fine on its own. And we damn sure don't want no parts of Venus because that that's just a heat cesspool. But what if Venus has been has been faking us out the whole time? What if they've been like, all right, let's let's make the Earthlings think that this a green, it's a runaway greenhouse effect, and that the temperature of Venus is this hot. Let's keep their asses up out of here. And underneath all of that is a is a real uh, Venetian civilization. You'd never know, because if I was an alien, I wouldn't want no parts of the human experience, because we trash, we fuck everything up. We fuck it all up. You don't want no parts of this. We back. Got producer extraordinaire, Sabrina. You heard? What it do, what it do. Cam is back <laughs> in the lab. This is true. Cam ain't been around for a minute, man. He been busy filming, setting up shots, you know, shooting, camera holding, all that good stuff. Got Katrina back here, you know what I'm saying? Quietly posted up, sitting. Yes, yeah, Venetian, yeah. Let me let me let me get the IG people out of here. If y'all want this full experience, join my Patreon, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm logging off the live. 
Um, I do want to say, because oh, <clears throat> it's going to come up, I'm, get, I'm, over, I'm over a cold, but I have the lingering cough, so if y'all hear me cough, my bad, y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man, you know, I went through moves, it. It's like COVID. I tested negative. Um, I'm good on that front, but God, it took me out for a whole five days. I couldn't get out of bed, and every time I got out of bed, I got really dizzy and... Yeah, you was down for the count. I was really, I was down bad. You down for the count. Every time I got up, I it, like I'd get dizzy, uh-huh. and then like minutes later, I was super out of breath, and I was like, "Yo, this is it." And I forgot what it felt like to be healthy. Like after the second day, I was like, "I feel like this is my life now." But that happens every time I'm sick. Really, you I feel, feel like, like this I'm. Is it? This is my life. I'm never coming out of this. I'm gonna have to adjust to life being sick forever. Man, like I like when people try to make plans with me, and they're like, "What are you doing next month?" Like, I'll be out. I'm dying. <laughs> That's pretty extreme. I know. I don't know. It every time because it's I'm so sick that I can't even imagine myself ever getting better. And you be thinking back, you you be reflecting on life when you wasn't sick. You like, man, I really squandered. Yeah, I was like, I should have done. Like that. I should have. I should have went up and down the stairs more often mm-hmm. when I wasn't out of breath doing it. Yo, like, when when your health is at risk. You really cherish the healthy <laughs> days and the healthy moments. That's why I always try to remain as grateful as possible when I don't feel like doing something, when I'm in the gym complaining about, man, I hate working out. There's somebody with no knees that would be like, man, I would love to. Now they probably working out. No knees person. In that gym with, with, but they want some regular knees. Yeah, they want regular knees. They want my Shit, knees. I want that regular I'm, knees. That I'm overlooking. So it's just like, man, I try to be mindful of health is wealth. Your health is your wealth. And that's real talk. That's real life. That's real spiel, right. if you will. Um, I want to say this, man. Let me let me go off. Yeah, go this, go man. ahead. Go off on your rant. Let me let me speak my truth. Go off. <laughs> Wait, do they I say feel. go off pastor at church? Because that's go this, off this ch- pastor. Go off pastor. If you leave shopping carts in the parking lot, you are a piece of shit. A major piece of shit. I want you to unfollow me. Please. I don't want your support. I don't want you around. And I don't want you following somebody that thinks you're a piece of shit because you know who you are. If you leave parking, if you leave shopping carts in the parking lot, no regard for the cars that's going to come in and try to use that parking spot. No regard for nothing. All you're thinking about is yourself. You are a piece of shit. This really, this really says a lot about who you are as an individual. You can't take the extra steps to either take the cart back or put it in that little shopping cart slot. You really can't, you really can't go the extra mile to you, do this. You know what's a good hack? Park next to the shopping cart. If you know you're a piece of shit. Yeah, if you know you're a piece of shit, park a couple cars over from where the shopping carts are. They're supposed to go. Cater to your shittery. But sometimes people will park right next to it and still not return it. Because they're pieces of shit. You know how many times I've looked at people like, yo, you dead ass? Like, I'll look at them. This lady yesterday, I'll pull up the Sprouts. She getting in her car. She backing up. She leaves her cart right next to her car. Backs up. And while she's backing up, I make it a point oh. to grab the cart. And I'm moving slow across. So she got to wait for me to cross her as she's about to leave. And I slung the shopping cart in the slot. That's right. With an attitude. That's right. 
black woman too. I was oh. disappointed in the blacks. Oh. So she was a black piece of shit. Yesterday. I totally pictured a white woman, blonde hair, black woman, bob haircut, educated looking, looked like she had two degrees. Oh, not Left the shopping cart right there. That is, yeah. She had a nice vehicle and everything. Piece of shit. Unfollow me right now, man. No excuse. I'll give you. I'll give you a pass if you're elderly. Your knees is tore off. Other than that, nothing. But the old folks part close. And and but if you're elderly and functioning yeah. and can go shopping on your own, you can walk it. You need mm, them extra. True. You need them extra steps to add a little extra to your life. Everybody needs the extra steps. Everyone. Everybody, you all need extra one hundred to two hundred steps in your daily life. Anyway, take the extra steps and put the cart up. Dead ass. Piece of shit. You do you follow Cartnark? No, but I've seen his videos. I like. Know, I like how he putting be... people on black. <laughs> I love that. And they deserve it. And he, it's so great because he, he all his rebuttals be on point. They are absolute peace. You got no excuse, and don't be, don't be giving me that horse shit. Oh well, they, you know they, they pay people to do this. Nah, man, we're not doing this. They pay people to get it from the from the, the corral, corral, from yeah. the corral, from the exterior, yeah. not from the random parking spots throughout. And don't yeah. think you're doing a service by putting your shopping cart in the bushes. <laughs> what the fuck. They oh, just put it up on the yeah. sidewalk bushes. Costco's the worst, too, because those carts are huge. Oh, oh, they're so big. And they're just up all over the they're place. Like Hummer. They're like yeah. Hummers. They're the Hummers of shopping carts. The, Cos- the Costco carts are big wide. They are huge. They big wide shopping carts. <laughs> I'll be seeing them gathering up the carts. That's real hard work. And y'all making their job harder. They got to go fish out the carts. Loose cannon carts all over the... Man, your pieces of shit. And if you condone this, if you sit here and make excuses and you sit here and be like, I don't think it's all that bad. Oh, I'm offended. You want to be the victim right now? Unfollow me, man. Block me. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) There's no excuse. My new thing is um, I, you know how the cart is like either outside of the store or inside the store? Mm -hmm. Like as I'm leaving the store, I'll put it back there and just carry my, my groceries. Yeah. But that's also because I'm trying to like, Add steps and add some weight. Like right. everything, everything I look at everything as like, all right, this is gonna get me near my fitness right. goal. Fitness goal. Yeah, and I feel like, oh, that's another thing people need to do. If you have a fitness goal, make everyday life like add to your fitness goal. Like right. just carry the groceries to your to the car from the store. I'm telling you, that's some steps. That's a what? What are they? I don't know what that workout's called. But when you see people holding weights and yeah. walking across, oh, yeah. they wobbling do the across, wobble across. Yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. Just do that with the uh, with the groceries. You'll be all right. Stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> Facts. I'm sick of it, man. That and is. if you feel guilty, if you feel triggered right now, so what, man? Good. I don't want. Don't be in my life no more. Don't be. Don't be keeping up with me, because you don't <laughs> want no parts of this. Because if I find out later on down the line that you are a piece of shit by doing this, isn't this? I don't want you. I don't want your support now. Oh. Huh. Let me set up a few scenarios for you. Oh, you're doing this. What if you found out your mother does it? Oh, man. Then moms is a piece of shit. <laughs> no. I never knew. No. I never knew nah, nah. moms was no. a piece of shit out here. Put me back in the womb. There was times I've yelled at my mom, like, bro, you could just. You can't do this. Yeah. 
So she don't do it around me. I don't know if she doesn't do it, period. Yeah. But when I'm around, she she walking. You can't do this, man. Yeah. We got to teach our family members, like, you can't be a piece of shit, man. Mm-mm. That says a lot about who you are. My father, he he he's a he's a carry everything. Okay, so he be like, guy. now yeah. use the shopping cart. Yeah, and he's also he is the type that he'll put it back because he's he feels like other people are a piece of shit, so he doesn't want to contribute to that. My dad's big on like, if I hate this, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's yeah he's big on that. Is that why you closer with your dad? Probably because I'm like that too. Like mm. I I hate shopping random shopping carts. Yeah, so I will make it a habit to walk all I don't care how far it is. Right. I'm walking. Cuz man, it's, it's not that far. It's no, not it's, that it's far. Never that Guaranteed. Far. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed it's not that far. No excuse. You just want to be lazy. You're thinking about yourself and you're getting in the car, you're driving off. Not thinking about the ramifications you just created. Cuz your own you're just caught up in your own little piece of shit existence. And I know some of y'all would be like, well, that's too extreme. I'm a good person. I do this, I do that. You're not a good person. Well, because it's a test on, I mean, they have, they have tested people before. Like, oh, they yeah. did like a human test, like, uh, what do they call it? Just like it's a, like, like, can you self-police yourself? Exactly. Because oh. like, no one's going to force you to do it. You're not going to get a fine. It's right. not breaking the law. It's just like, that's a, just, or do you have common human decency to put the cart back yeah. right. for everybody else? It's literally, it's called a shopping cart test. Yeah. Just to see if people wow. can self-police if like, if yeah, if you're just a good person, yeah, and that's the ultimate test of are you good enough? Because nobody's and considerate enough, enough, right? Of other people, and because even when you get called out, like nothing can really happen to you, right? It's just, like the carton art, he can't really do nothing but stick them stickers onto their cars, right. right? So, but it's like yeah, that's the ultimate test of like, do you suck? Right? Are you a piece of shit? And I want to know, are you a piece of shit? Piece Who's a piece of shit, shit in my comments? Because <laughs> you know everybody in there, y'all, y'all claiming, oh, I always put the cart back. Somebody lying. Somebody capping. Kobe McGuire says, I work at a small Walmart, and our parking lot is not big at all. Uh-huh. And people still leave their carts around the lot. Pieces of shit. All of them. Pieces of shit. <laughs> they might as well go in that grocery store and just buy pieces of shit in bulk. Because that's what, that's what you are, man. Sick of it. Remember how I, Aldi still does it, but remember how like a lot of uh, grocery stores you had to pay a quarter just to get a cart. Oh, but a lot of people like in uh, Pathmark was like that. Mm. Well, and then like, to get the quarter back, if and you then, put your shopping cart and back, then yeah, you get the or you get your money. You get but your then money it kind of it breaks the the test though, because then it's now yeah. there's incentive now there's to go incentive. do it. You should just you're be just doing, doing this because you're getting yeah. your money back. Yeah, but that's why that's why I feel like that's why they did it. They were like. Ah, right, you pieces of shit. Man. Now money's involved. <laughs> pieces of shit, man. You just yeah. doing this for monetary. And it's a quarter. Game. A quarter is, if it was a penny, there'd be cards everywhere. Yeah. But a quarter, quarter is that good should money. add up. That's Especially back then. Yeah. Back then when it was everywhere. Quarter yeah. used to be good money, man. Yo, you could get a lot for a quarter I back remember in the day. I used to, man, when I got 50 cent, man. Oh, it's over. I go to the store. I come back living like a king. Balling with 50 and, cent. Yeah, a king. All right? I'm a woman king. I had all the candies, man. When you gave me 50 cents, I might even get a Snickers on your ass. I was getting a quarter water, a bag of chips. I, I remember like. when the Snickers was 45 cents. I was limited to the gumball machines, but I do feel the, the quarter man, being a lot. the gumball. Oh, you even got toys with a quarter. Yeah. Come on, man. man. Shout quarter, out to quarters. The football helmet with 50 cents. Yo, shout out to quarters, bro. Man. 
quarters used to be life, man. Yo, you, yo, this is 75 cent. I remember being hyped about 75 cent. Man. Sky was the limit. Because then I can get the Snickers and some Nihilators and some random joints. Tearing my teeth up. Man, it was good old days. The good old days when I didn't care about health. <laughs> and 75 cent, it gets you something, man. That'll get you, that'll get you where you needed to be, man. Speaking of getting where, where you need to be and food and, and stuff. And groceries. Green Chef is out here, man. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef now offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with double the choices. They done doubled the choices out here. Now you can choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences. You can enjoy vegan one day, uh, keto the next. Do members of your household eat differently? Yes, I know in our household, you know, uh, Sabrina's vegan, I'm vegetarian, and Sincere just eats whatever. But now you can order meals to suit every lifestyle, vegan, vegetarian, keto, paleo, Mediterranean, fast and fit, and gluten-free, all in one box. Exciting and delicious meals support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef keeps mealtime interesting without sacrificing the taste. Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe so you can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes at home without compromising flavor. And Sabrina was scared she was going to lose her taste because she wasn't feeling well. She kept the taste. Imagine if your meals tasted like you lost the taste. Mm -mm. Some of my favorite Green Chef uh, recipes include, um, they got the butternut squash salad, the green pea falafel with tahini. They got salmon. Um, they got all kind of stuff. So you really ain't got no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you into on the meal tip, they got you taken care of. So that's uh, dope. They got premium and organic with seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients. You can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. With Green Chef, you can expect elevated fare of a consistent, top-notch quality featuring premium ingredients and sustainably sourced produce. And it's convenient and easy. Uh, Time-saving recipes packed with fresh produce and vibrant flavors help you make the most of our long summer days. Green Chef saves you time by cutting down on weekly meal planning, prepping, and grocery shopping. That right there, meal planning and prepping is a lot. So if they can help you with all of that, so you can come in already knowing what you're going to eat, what you're going to prepare, that saves a lot. Pre-measured and prepped ingredients come straight to your door, leaving you with more time to savor the sunshine, man. Get in on this, y'all. Um, I like the fact that, you know, there's options for every lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. And as the only keto meal kit, Green Chef makes sticking to a carb-conscious lifestyle easy. Green Chef's vegan and vegetarian recipes are full of plant-based proteins and uh, wholesome sides. So now, 
um, go to greenchef.com slash verbal135 and use the code verbal135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. So you get $135 off plus free shipping. Sabrina fighting for life. I am. You get $135 off. I don't care what we talking about. You give me $135 off. I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me find out I can get $135 off a plane ticket. I'm excited. $135 off plus free shipping. That's a good ass time right there. So go to greenchef.com slash verbal135 and use that code verbal135 and get $135 off plus free shipping. Get in on this, man. Yo, $135 off a plane ticket will still be over a thousand dollars. Most definitely. <laughs> but that hundred and thirty five dollars be nice. What if mm. plane tickets is like ten fifteen? Oh, there you go. They give me hundred and thirty five dollars off. Now I'm in the nine hundred range. Oh, look at you. Now I feel like I'm you, killing the game. You found a loophole. And it's Tuesday. I need to look at these prices <clears throat> and see do. if they went down. <clears throat> um you know what, what else is going on in the news? What was let me let me tell you. The reason mm. I'm coughing is because my water is at room temp and I and I need room temp water. Oh man! Because the cold water is triggering my yeah, my cough right that's now. Crazy. I'm bugging. They got uh, room temp here in the studio. I know. I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I do want to. I do want to bring something up that happened on the Fourth of July. I know. I'm what late. On the Fourth of July, man. I don't want to call nobody out. American Independence. I don't want to call nobody out, but a friend of yours. Uh-huh. Friend of mine. Yeah. Was cooking for us, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, and put back the seasonings mm. when he went to make our our food. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and luckily, did. his girl called him out and said, "What are you doing? <laughs> oh no, it's the vegan burgers. They don't need seasoning." <laughs> and she said, "What?" And I said, "What?" <laughs> and we we was everybody was just like, "What?" Yeah, that was wild. Yo, vegans <laughs> like seasoning for sure. Okay, I need y'all to understand that we don't eat meat, but we eat seasoning. Seasoning is vegan. Please don't disrespect us. <laughs> right? You want to know who did that? Oh, I'm going to tell you who did that. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mister Roast Me himself. <laughs> Brandon Bartholomew Lewis. Yeah. Really? Put back. <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> this is how I'm emotional. emotional. Right here. This, is, this is tough. <laughs> I'm emotional. He put back the seasoning mm-hmm. when he grabbed our food he to did. cook it. He did. He's like, oh, wait, let me put back the seasoning. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't grab them lemon pepper seasonings. <laughs> and and he had barbecue. He ain't even, he wasn't going to hook us up with the brown sugar barbecue no brown sauce. brown sugar barbecue sauce for us. The disrespect. Yeah. So I just, this is a, a PSA to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, we we just don't eat meat, but we eat seasoning. Yes. We like our food seasoned. Season sure. your vegetables. If you're like, oh, I can't be vegan because vegetable. Season your vegetables, bro. Yeah. You should be doing that even if you're not vegan. You even if you're not vegan, even if you're not yo, vegan. don't disrespect me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? Next time I see B. Lou, now I'm tight. Again, it's on site. I'm amazed with the seat. And the, that barbecue sauce was so good. It I was kinda, good. I want to buy that. For the record, he seasoned the stuff. He did, se- he did season it. 
because because we all chewed him out. Yeah, he he seasoned it up and he threw he threw the vegan stuff on the grill first. Yeah, he threw it up. Yeah, it was so great. He, yeah, it was actually del- it was delicious. Shout out yeah. to Lou because it it did come out delicious. Yeah. He had after. a successful Fourth of July event plan yeah it was a success it was a good time it was really yeah. it was really dope um i appreciate Lou for putting that together we had a lot of fun i did get sick from it but um i have no regrets i literally have no regrets <laughs> you got sick from the leg you think yeah because there was a moment where i was wet and then cold mm. and then ac and then the whole combination like me like when they like when i was younger I really couldn't go outside with wet hair. Yeah. Because I would get pneumonia. Like, I get sick if I, my, if anything, if I'm even slightly damp and mm-hmm. I go outside and there's a breeze, yeah. I'm sick. Damn. It's like that. But, Damn uh, it. Yeah, so uh, don't disrespect me <laughs> or any or anybody else who don't eat meat, pause. Um, season our food and season your own food. And that's, that's it. That's all I had to say. I'm season sorry. Is I really need to get that off my. Nipples, as you will. Your, that was on your nipples. <laughs> that was strongly. That was on your soul. It was, yeah. I was, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I remembered because of Green Chef. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Season pre-prepped <laughs> meals. And he was like, you know what? The 4th of July. <laughs> I was triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is the news is the Shade Room got their ass handed to them on Twitter. Oh, the Shade Room. Huh? What'd they do? Um, so they posted a, a video or picture, I'm not sure which one it was because I didn't catch it, mm. of Cardi B's daughter on, uh, on the page. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can you take it down? And they did, but immediately after they started disrespecting Cardi B. Mm. And it's like, bro, like, unnecessary. So she tried to pull him to the side yeah. and say, hey, that's not really necessary. Let's not do that. Right. And then it ter- turned into a whole little tiff on... On Twitter, do you know how they was disrespecting Cardi B? Like, was it they? A they post? So they posted something that was like, "Oh, Cardi must be feeling a, a, a way now that Nicki, because Nicki dropped a video of her existing. Literally, Nicki just exists. Nicki was perform. Nicki was performing somewhere in London. Yeah, she was doing shows. Uh, was it the wireless? I think so. And she was like, you know, because yeah. I saw I saw Nicki, you know, on stage. Yeah, doing so, stuff. So what Twitter realized. Is that every time Nikki does something, they find a way to make it seem like Cardi's mad about it. Mm. But Cardi's so pro woman. Right. Cardi don't she's just like, all right, whatever. Right. <laughs> and so she called them out on Twitter mm. and Shade Room was like, Oh, don't make me post the conversation. And she's like, Post it. What are you talking about? Like, go yeah. ahead. And so Twitter started going after the Shade Room, like, y'all anti black, don't even try to pull it. Yeah. Y'all homophobic. Y'all transphobic. Y'all y'all literally post things just so people could get roasted, which is so true. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that they post that I'm like, this isn't even worthy of like news. Right. Quote unquote news. Um, and then they try to pull the well, how y'all gonna come for us? We are a black woman owned vlog. And, and Twitter's like, yo, shut the fuck up. I mean, <laughs> y'all so disrespectful to even black women. And like, yo, Twitter really Twitter, and then they deleted all their tweets after that shade yeah. room because they realized, oh, we're not gonna win on Twitter. We got, and somebody even said, take all that back to Instagram where they're actually delusional. Yeah, stay off of Twitter. That's why I love Twitter, man. Twitter, Twitter really think they, uh, <laughs> but Twitter people are kind of elitist because they feel like they are the 
the cream of the crop when it comes to existence on social media. It's all trash, man. Twitter's trash, Instagram's trash. It's just, you know. But they are they are super shit. I hate the I hate when they post Zaya Wade because I know why they're posting her. Who? Uh Dwayne Wade's daughter. Oh, okay. Um, I know why they're posting her. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're posting her for the reaction. Like, look at this little trans girl. And mm. it's like, if you don't leave her the fuck alone, yeah. I'd be getting like, hey, man. Right. Because that's a child. Right. No matter what. At that is a child. Day, at the end of the day. And that child already has is going to have to deal with so much right. with like going through their life that she doesn't need y'all. Yeah. To add on to that every single time she posts. Mm-hmm. And she's so happy and she just be chilling. Yeah, like, and her parents saying? are so supportive. Her stepmom, right. all in. Right. <clears throat> her, her little sister's my favorite. You already know <laughs> Kavya. I'm all in with Kavya. But yeah, um man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I wasn't feeling that uh like once they brought it like to the surface like that, I was like, Man, Twitter, Shade Room really is trash. It's in the name. Yeah. Like I mean I always knew they were trash, but like it's just when you have everything, all the evidence in front of you at once, it's like, mm. what are we doing? Yeah. I didn't know they were trash. Yeah. They until were. until this very moment. I was just like, you know, I just figured they just post this stuff yeah. around the clock. But, uh, I feel like World Star got more tame. Even World Star is like, they're trash on a different front. Like, they <clears throat> post trash mm. that's meant to be trash. Yeah. Shade Room fishes for trash reactions mm. on very on people just being happy and normal and like yeah. living their life. So like, yeah. Uh, another thing. So you have a new show out that I just do. dropped. I do. It's called Gross Point Bake. Um, well, I mean, you know. Everybody knows. Well, not everybody, but if you follow me, you probably know that I'm a uh, numbers. I don't want to say nerd, but like you know, I I do want to say nerd isn't. We need to take back the word nerd. Like you could you could say. Nerd. I was gonna say it's definitely a nerd, and it's yeah. a good thing. You can own it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think nerds need to look like. Well, no, you are a nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are you're wearing glasses. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna take it there, but. <laughs> <laughs> The you're into comic books. You're into superheroes. Yeah, you're really good with the numbers. You're a nerd. Yeah, you're Sorry, like. Tone. But he, here's here's my beef with the nerd word. Just the negative connotation. I'm taking my glasses off. The negative connotation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. People put on it. Oh yeah. You know, revision of nerds and nerds in paradise. It's like you're nerd. He's nerdy. He's kind of nerdy. It was like everything associated with nerd was, that was negative. That was my life in mm-hmm. all of school. Yeah. So it was just like you know. And it wasn't it wasn't fair across the board. My whole my whole beef is okay. We're nerds because we like comic books, but if you're into sports, you're just a fan. Oh yeah, I've always been like those are sports nerds. Like it's, it's, exactly it, it count, are, it counts that's just the as nerdiest. Much. Sports nerds are even more nerdy if because you're painting your face going to the show. You're a nerd for sure. Oh, that's Comic Con. Arguing, yeah. you're painting your face. You're wearing somebody's Fighting costume. People. You're 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 in here with the numbers. Oh, he's averaging seven point six assists a game when he was in Syracuse. Then that's nerdy shit. But they're never called nerds in the sports realm. So I was just like, Yo, man, why we gotta be nerds? Why I gotta be a nerd if I'm dressed like Storm at Comic Con? 
Right. But you just get to be a fan. I really want to see you. Why can't we all just be fans? I want to see you dressed as Storm. I was going to say, I need to see this. I want to see that so I'm bad. I'm dressing as Storm <laughs> for, for Comic Con. Oh. For something. For everything. I'm, I'm talking about 80s <laughs> Storm oh, when, when she had the Mohawk. Oh, the, okay. The, oh. The, oh, no, the best. I'm wearing that shit. Oh. But somebody going to steal my, my swag because I'm saying this in the public now. But I'm going to be Storm with the Mohawk it. Storm. But anyway, so... Um, so that's why I just be like, you know. No, I I get it. Call but them sports. Nerd. If we if we just we can't just single out comic books and Harry Potter and no nah, man, yeah. sports nerds, makeup nerds, yeah, fashion nerds, car nerds, yeah, whatever whatever you geek out about, where you know the ins and outs of it, you get excited and you you know all these details. Food that constitutes. Nerdy yeah. If you look shit. up the definition, that's what it is. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so let's change the language. And so for me, how we even got to this, <laughs> is that I'm a box office gross nerd. Yes, you come know? on, nerd. <laughs> I love it. Nerd. Um, you know, I know I, I look at the box office grosses every single week. I pay attention to album sales, even music, even music I don't listen to. I can tell you that Bad Bunny has been number one, and then he fell down, and then he went back to number one, and then Drake came out and went to number one. And then I can tell you that Harry Styles had the biggest opening week for the year, and that Beyonce is projected to beat him if, if the momentum keeps going in the fashion that it's going. I know this. you know. Even if I don't listen to the music, I'll be like, well, Taylor Swift sold this many albums. I can tell you that such and such was the most watched show, and you know, this is, I'm into it. Moral of the story is don't come to Tony without the right facts, because a lot of people be trying to tell you stuff that you know facts. Right. They'd be like, "Nah, I'm telling you, this yeah. movie is the greatest movie of all time, historically, numbers that no." Once the numbers come in, that's when I'll be like, "Oh, hold on, hold on." Because I'll horses. give you the other stuff because it's all opinion based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Talking to numbers, we did that on uh, Daddy Issues today. We were talking about Paulie Shore. Oh. And somebody was like, "Yeah, Biodome was just like Encino Man." Not, no. <laughs> not at the box office. All right. So what did they? What did it do? What did uh, Encino Man do? So Encino Man did like forty something. Okay. Domestically. On a, on a super small budget domestically. I loved Encino Man. I watched it so many times. I've never seen it. God damn never it, who the fuck am I yeah, with? I've never I live seen with you. I need to make a list of the highest grossing uh, movies I've never seen. You should. That's, that's cool. the that's the list we need. Uh, Goonies. Yeah. Minus <laughs> Goonies. Minus, Goonies <laughs> not gonna make the top ten. Nah, but we talking about Goonies. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> minus the the kid the kid uh, cartoons because it'd oh, be too yeah, easy yeah. for me to not yeah. to see Shrek the Third and yeah. like Frozen Two, of course. So wait, you saw the first Frozen? I saw the first Frozen on I cruise ship. I haven't ship. seen any of them. I, never I saw seen the first Frozen. one on I cruise ship. Frozen. I know the yeah. songs though. Yeah, I no, saw. I've never it. seen it. Cruise ship. I was just watching shit. I was. It was desperate measures. I haven't seen any of the Despicable Me movies. Oh, I can't stand the Minions. I'm maybe I'm an outlier. I cannot you stand like, them. You know, I, they be making the money no, though. I, the they box do. office. I don't understand the appeal. <laughs> yeah. I do not like them. Yeah, I think the appeal is we don't know what they're saying. That has a lot of appeal when we don't know what you're saying, but we kind of know what you're saying. Right. But we really don't know what you're saying, and you're speaking your little language and looking like they do, and uh-huh. you'd be like, oh, I feel them on that. It's and like Chewbacca. It's like Groot, too. Groot. Chewbacca looks cool. Yeah. Chewbacca and they do cool Groot. things. I don't know. I'm just not, I, maybe I'm, I came about when I was too old. I just yeah. was not into it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never seen, 
I've seen bits and pieces of one of the Despicable Me's, whichever one had his brother in there. Oh. I saw that on a cruise ship. Okay. But other than that, I haven't seen him. And I've heard nothing but good things about Despicable Me. But I need to make it. But, but I'm doing a show <laughs> where I talk about. Wait, Tony, you haven't seen The Emperor's New Groove? No, I've never seen it. Listen, Never I don't. I'm I'm moving out next <laughs> Never week. Seen it. But Emperor's New Groove is I'm not making the list the because it didn't make that much money. Quality, it's an underrated Disney it's, movie. It's literally, it's literally one of the greatest. Um, I I make my own theme songs, be like when I do things in my head. Yeah. Because of Emperor's New Groove, there's a point where, um, he's kidnapping the emperor. And he has his own theme song the whole time. He's like, yeah. din, din. he's doing the noise. Uh. And I'm like, yo, this, everything about it, pull the lever. Everything oh, I can about quote, I can quote entire scenes of that movie. so I'm, I'm good. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Movie night. <laughs> I'm out. It, there's certain Disney cartoons I've never bothered to watch. Pocahontas, Hercules, Emperor's New Groove. Hercules? It, it was just, I just didn't bother. It was just like, I'm not really. I could, I, I could get it in the age Factor like I I kind of had a phase yeah. where I just didn't see Disney movies because I felt I would they just didn't appeal to me. Yeah. But like when I was a kid when these were coming out, oh best movies. Yeah, like, if I was younger, I probably would have saw these movies in theaters. But it was like I, I was grown. I was fresh out of high school. I'm in, I'm in party mode. I'm making money. Wu Tang Clan, Nas, Jay Z, Hercules just didn't factor in. I didn't pumps. watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> um, you know, it, it just had to be you know a Disney a Disney you know, cartoon movie that, and you know, once I saw The Emperor's New Groove and I see this llama and I'm just like. Oh, it's so it, funny though. Like, man, look out. But now you, you voice llamas. But now llamas. that I'm back. Now you that I'm back llamas, and I am a llama. Guy. <laughs> Come on. But I just haven't had the, I haven't made the time or the commitment to be like, Yo, you know what, I'm catching up on The Emperor's New I want to paint groove. a picture of what's happening behind the camera. <laughs> Katrina's face. There's mad judgment back here. She, she looking like a pissed off mother. Like, she told you to clean your room all day. At the end of the day, she came back. You ain't clean your room. She's like, I'm going to beat his ass. Yeah, she, she, That's she's That's the face she got right now. She's losing it. I didn't see the good like, dinosaur. I didn't see Brave. I'm going to beat your ass if you don't watch The Emperor's New Groove by the next time I come into this house. <laughs> I didn't see Shrek 3. I didn't see Monsters University. I didn't see these things. I didn't see you Cars didn't like, 2 and 3. That's okay. There's certain ones that you don't have to have to see. Emperor's New Groove is one I think you kind of have Where to see. Where you going, Katrina? Man, look at I, I was saying that she needs to get on the mic because I need I need oh. to hear her. You seen Atlantis? I saw Atlantis. Okay. I saw that in theaters. Good. So okay. Nice. I, don't know. I saw Lilo and Stitch in theaters. Okay. Okay? You know? I'll be watching stuff. Um, huh? I did mention My Girl and the chat picked up on that. Yeah, Tony's never seen My Girl. Um, Here's why I avoided my girl, all right? Because Thomas I, I know, J dies. I know Macaulay Culkin dies. But in that the movie. journey they no, take man, together as journey, friends man. is so, it's such a good time. Forget the journey. It's like, like they go on adventures. So you want me to build with this kid? You want yes. me to build? I want you to go Knowing through. the twist, I get it knowing the twist. Because I've not seen, what's that one movie of Bruce Willis? Get the fuck yeah, out of here. I, because it was spoiled for me too early. So now I'm like, what's the point if oh, I know? Oh, you haven't seen the, the Sixth Sense? The no. Sixth well, Sense. Get up off me, Cam. Yeah, are you crazy? I don't want to hear nothing from you. Get the fuck. It's the journey to finding out the twist. No, Katrina, we, we get on here. I don't want to hear nothing from you on that. Well, then you're going to hear from Katrina. Yeah, you're going to hear from, how do you feel about everything you're hearing right now? Listen, these films are created for adults as well. Period. True. Of course, True. we didn't watch them as kids, according to Cam says, but some of them you must watch 
as just a lover of comedy and stories. Yes. You have to watch them. Of course, Incredibles is on top. Oh, Incredibles. The, the How to Train a Dragon, one and two. Oh, I kind of want to watch seen, it. I've never uh, seen it either. Oh. Seen. Yeah, yeah. Ratatouille? Yeah. Ratatouille? Oh, wait. I've seen, I I seen the first one. Okay, that's, that's I up saw there. I, I saw the first Listen. How to Train a Dragon. I'm saying she said two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why every time I look okay. at uh, Midnight, toothless. I'm like, Toothless. I know Toothless. Yeah. 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 I just, and Tangle go hard in the paint. Like, I, never, you gotta... I never saw Tangle, man. It's the fairy tale <sighs> element, man. I don't yeah, care I... about Rapunzel's hair. Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get me in it. Oh, Miss West says she never seen Monsters Inc. I will fight you. Oh. Did you? I have the blue VHS tape too when it came out. The blue one? Because they, they came out with the VHS tapes, and you oh, know what? Like, certains would be like all color. Yeah, I the had the special. blue one. Yeah, the special ones. Yo, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. is a good time. Got me through a lot of shit. I ain't going to lie. Every time I was like really sad, I was like, Monsters, they Inc. They say, can we watch these movies with you? Of course you can. Man, he ain't. Man, I just, watched, I I just rewatched Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, that's a classic. Um, I, I it's saw not it one that, time. It's not that good as an adult, of course. Does, but uh, It doesn't hold up? Nah, and it feels kind of like Made I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> like, it felt like, oh, I don't know about this. There's yeah. probably something problematic about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was sure. just like, I don't Indian know. In the Anytime you have Indian in the title nowadays, you Yeah, it's like it Native American in the work. cupboard. Shout out to Lightfoot, who plays the... the Indian in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, at least they got a real right. Native. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's I haven't seen Selena. Selena's, um, but you know what? What my beef is with you and Selena because mm. I know you know, like you you said it's because the end, right? Yeah, but Chris watched it, the, her ex husband, yeah. and he tweeted he tweeted him watching it like he did a, a live play by play of him watching. Yeah. If this man can watch it, right? You no can excuse. watch it, man. So watch Selena's, just... nah, man. But because it's the only time that J Lo, besides like, uh, what's the other? What's the uh, the movie we just watched with J Lo? Oh, uh, hustlers. Uh, no, hustlers. No, well, hustlers is another one. The one with uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, Money Train. Money Train. Mm-hmm. Th- those are like the three J Lo can actually act movies. <laughs> oh wow! It's Selena, Hustlers, Money Train. She she uh everything else is kind of be familiar. It was a small role, but you know enough enough was dope. Enough, enough was, was okay. Okay, yeah. Her, act, her was, acting was good. It was it. Was, <laughs> enough yeah. was just like sleeping with the enemy, or just like you know. I thought she did good in the cell. My favorite J Lo movie is Out of Sight, though. She did good in that. Yeah, that's my favorite J Lo movie of, of me personally. You know, with George Clooney. Jennifer Lopez, John Cheadle is in that joint, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, shout out to Don Cheadle. Made like thirty something million at the box office. You know what I'm saying? But just yeah. you know, to this but, day, man, I, I but still. But the show Gross Point Bank, my bad, is about me <laughs> breaking down the grosses of albums, movies, TV shows. And on my first episode, I'm talking about the top ten movie slashers of all time. You know, Jason, Freddie, Chucky. Candyman, Michael Myers, Pinhead, Norman Bates, um, Leatherface. Who is the top moneymaker out of the slashers? And so I give you the top ten, and I rank them. And you got to see who's number one. Now, you might have your little favorites, and you might have your predictions on who is number one, and I give you the numbers. 
giving you the numbers to back it up. So tune into that. The episode is available now on my YouTube page. And I also got episodes coming in the future. The top 10 grossing African-American film directors. The um, the best-selling hip-hop albums of all time. And, you know, later today I'll be recording the top-selling R&B albums of all time. R&B, huh? That's a very interesting topic. R&B, yeah. Because, Rhythm and blues. Because, you know, there's such a debate right. between what is R&B and what is pop. And when does it get into like soul? Right. But soul is R and B. Soul is a, a subgenre right, of R and B. So yeah, we won't. But like, I feel like <clears throat> now mm-hmm. mentioning subgenres is R and B a subgenre of pop, or pop a subgenre of R and B, or is it just completely separate entities? Because I feel like R and B came first, right. and then pop. You know, you know what it was is it, in my opinion, is rooted in race. Facts. Because they used to call it race music Ooh. back in the day, and then they switched it to black music for like the black charts. They just had the black charts, and then so now you got all right. We got to separate, uh, you know, the popular music from just the straight up black music or the the country, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, they just devised a way to separate everything and put it into genres where, you know, even though even though any any type of genre of music can be technically popular, you know, country country music can be popular, hip hop can be popular. It's uh it's like the what the pop what the pop chart is is basically the mainstream chart. That's where, you know, all the genres can come together in this in this realm and we can see which song is the most popular in any in any genre. So like you can have the if you're number one on the pop charts, you're just number one across all American music at that time for that week or whatever. And then you got, all right, I'm number one on the R&B charts, number eight on the pop charts. So, like, you know. And I noticed that, you know, pop can't come into the R&B or the hip-hop chart. Now, Mm -hmm. the king of pop. Right. Can he just be an R&B artist that is super popular? And that's why he's pop. I feel like at the core of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. he's R&B. Yes, that's that's why I'm saying this. At the core of Michael Jackson and his catalog of music, yes, he's R&B. But he just happens to be one of the most popular R&B yeah. artists right. on the planet. Right. Literally. And so they were just like, even yo, amongst the aliens you talked about earlier, he got so popular that, that they were just like, yo, he's the king of pop. He got the best-selling album of all mm-hmm. time. This transcends mm-hmm. the lowly right. R&B category into right. the bigger stratosphere. He gave us an R&B pose all on the, an album. Come lady. on, yeah. So it's like that alone tells the you lady. everything you need to know. Yeah. Just like Whitney Houston is an R&B uh, artist that's super popular. Right. So she... So we're saying like pop music is kind of an all-encompassing title that like covers that. Like anything can kind of be at, pop music. At the end of the day, pop music can't be 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how yeah. I understand it. And I feel like, too, then they started being like, okay, it's a pop sound. So now, you know, they created their own genre within a sound. So like, give me a song that's just pop. Uh, anything Britney Spears, anything, anything Britney, okay. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. You know, but in sync. In sync is very R and B. Yeah. And that's Justin's. Bye fault. bye bye is very pop. Bye 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 is very pop. Okay, so if, we're if okay. we going by that sound. Of, that's almost like an era thing too, because all that yeah. came out came yeah, out around the same, the same time. time. Yeah. That was that was that, like, the sound, that sound, that vibe. For was sure. Very yeah. like, late nineties, two thousands. For yeah. sure. That was definitely a, a pop era. But that was also the same era as like um, Black Round was popping too, right? Like we had Aaliyah, Genuine. Right. We had like the super R and B people popping at the same time as the super pop people. Poppy. People. Pop <laughs> yeah. People. Yeah. Popping. And it's just that was man, take me back. So now it becomes all right, well what's considered R and B? On your on your little computer there, look up the definition of R and B. About a little computer, yeah. Yeah, a little joint. Definition of R and B. What R&B. constitutes B. by definition? What a Merriam Webster said. Yeah. If they tell me, ri- motherfucker said they, short for rhythm and blues. Well, we know that. A kind of pop music of African American oh. origin oh. with a soulful vocal style featuring improv improvisation. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't even be stumbling. Interesting. This is not my first language. Um, Interesting. Okay, wait, wait. The term was coined as a musical marketing term in the United States in 1947 by Jerry Wexler at Billboard magazine. Damn, Billboard magazine been around for a minute. Since the 40s? Good Lord. All right, and now now definition of pop. Uh, I swear to God, if they give me soda. Pop, pop, pop music. If you call soda pop, man. I used to call soda pop growing up in the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest, I guess. It's soda. Yeah, it was like soda pop. Oh. So we would just say pop. I definitely gotta put music at the end because pop, it gave me pop, pop music. explosive. <laughs> um, a type of music usually played on electronic instruments mm. that is popular with many people because it consists of short songs with a strong beat and simple tunes that are easy to remember. Pop music is often simply called. These are vague pop. definitions. So they, what are they saying? Is just dumbed down music. So, so because <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's like electric, <laughs> electronic instruments and simplified, easy to digest. Yes, yeah, so I feel like they're trying to. They're kind of making a. They're saying like lacking depth almost, but right, right. That's they're what like, I'm getting out of this. They're like, are you simple minded? How about pop? <laughs> <laughs> pop music. This is short, easy. And memorable. So within that, the, these these albums that I was questioning putting on my list oh. can actually be on the list. Mm. If, if that's if we, if we go on with that type of definition, since R and B is part of pop, that means you know if I do if I do the list of the best selling R and B albums of all time. The the artist in question can be added to the list. Ah, according to that, mm-hmm. because uh, the artist in question is absolutely R and B, but very popular. Absolutely, 
hundred percent. Like, and that's another worldwide popular. Once artist. you once you sell that many records, it's just <coughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So does that change everything for the next episode of Gross Point? They could be. It could be major changes for the next episode of Growth Point Bay, which is happening for the Patreon. Yes, right after Verbal Cardio, the, pa- will the be patrons will see it live right it, after this as it unfolds. Yeah, which is a beautiful thing when you become a Patreon uh, available in, in on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Tony Baker, click the link in my bio. Click that Patreon link, and you can join for as little as five dollars a month. Five dollars a month parties too. We do watch parties, man. It's not just seeing daddy issues and verbal cardio Mm-mm. and gross point bake before anybody else. It's also we movie night and we building, we connecting, and other perks that come along with being a Patreon member. Patron saint, as I like to call y'all. It's funny, nobody ever gets patron saint right in terms of like my crew because they be like, right. yo, you got uh, Patreon saints here? <laughs> like this patron. <laughs> Patron Saints, guys. Um, and you can see the reviews on what it's like to be a patron saint below this video. Ah. I'm calling out all the patron saints to leave reviews on every verbal cardio. Because we need people to know that it's so much more than what other people... Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of a lot of people's Patreon. Right. And their Patreon is very... Um, the word I'm looking for. Well, I, I'll say that Kev is pretty personal with his Patreon. Yeah. But it's very uh, calculated, very businessy, very distant, mm. very whatever. But you cry with your Patreon. Oh man, man, folded, folded right up. Yeah, like my patrons say. And you know your patrons, so when yeah. they show up to, I care about their lives. When when they show up to shows, yeah, and they tell you their name, right? You're like, oh, oh, what? How how you doing, man? How's how's the family? Mm. Did you get that job that you had an interview for? Like that, it's like a real personal, uh, like connection with you and your patrons. And y'all right. really friends. Yeah. Y'all like it's we not having a good time, man. You don't treat them like fans. You treat them like, like people that you genuinely care for. Right. There's a lot of people in here that we. I'm even friends with, like Kiyomi. Like oh, Kiyomi is just, Kiyomi's Kiyomi's the homie Kiyomi for real. Is, and as much as we, I love Kiyomi, man. We shred Slarita. If Slorita oh, ever decides to come out of their cave in upstate yeah, New York, right? If Slorita is even a real, person. if that's even a real individual, that's <laughs> probably a bot. Where, where upstate? We no, we don't. We, we, we make that up. D- d- makes it look like he's in New York City, proper in the borough. <laughs> but we we make fun. We, of him. we don't know. We got he no he proof. probably he probably he, he I don't in know. It now talking about here we go yeah. looking at the wall. But Slorita, it's with love. Oh, it's all love. If you ever decide to come out that cave, like I said, it'd be all love. we would. We would tear you up. Like, oh, oh this is what you look like. Thrown on the grill. This is this is what you've been hiding. Yeah. And then hugs. And, and then I'm gonna play the Isley Brothers guitar riff just beep. to piss him off. <laughs> he says he's in Brooklyn. We don't know. Nah, lies. Post a picture of your outside. Yeah, post a picture. Yes, you know what? Now that he follows me, because he just started following me on Instagram, we besties now. Um, send me a picture of outside your window. Yeah. You liar. You're about to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, you liar. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely be calling you a dirty bastard, Kobe Maguire. That's love. That is you, dirty bastard. That's oh, yeah. passionate. That when is. I, when I call you a dirty bastard, it's from a good place. You only do that when somebody surprises you. Yes. Yeah, or like, like you motherfucker. You literally. That's your reaction of like, I am so excited. Yeah. I'm gonna cuss you out. Yep. 
That's love right there. So yeah, five five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. What it's, is that a nothing. day? It's nothing. You know them commercials. They be like I'll be for giving, less than a penny a day. Yeah, I'll be giving man entertainment out here, man. Five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. It's a good time. It's sixteen cents, if that, a day. Oh shit, that's nothing. Oh, you got that? You got that in the couch? You got that? Ask somebody for five dollars a month. You got that? In the if, couch, if you need man. to, and if you don't have sixteen cents a day. Let me get to this though. Go ahead. Thor, Love and Thunder. We movie reviewing up in here. I'm going to do a spoiler-free review of Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, man. Uh, so we we know last Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor, in my opinion, once Taika Waititi came in on the creative end of Thor, at first when you hear that he was directing the new Thor, you're just like, what the hell's going on? Who? You know what I mean? And for those of us that knew about Taika, it was just like, Thor and him? Make it make sense. And when we saw the finished product, we got Thor Ragnarok, which completely revamped the character, gave us a complete new visual style, uh, the comedy style, and he made Thor. Now Thor is damn near a fan favorite. Now it's just like, yo, Thor is the guy... And so what they were able to do and create was amazing. A lot some people don't really rock with Ragnarok, but there's no way you can sit here and tell me that Thor and Thor Dark New World were better than Ragnarok. There's no way you can sit here with a straight face. I'll give you that. All right, Ragnarok's not in your top five MCU and your, your top ten, but you're not gonna sit up here and tell me that Thor and Thor Dark New World is better than Thor Ragnarok. I, I'll just call you a flat out liar. There's no, there's no way. Make that make sense. So we got Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, well, and like the best parts of those two Thor movies, I think, was Loki. Loki was always a key element. Yeah. Because he had, you know, Thor at, at first was kind of stiff. Man, Thor he, was so boring. He was just he was just there. And it was like Loki had more room to play. He yeah. had more room to be funny, be mischievous, be conniving, be, you know. And I thought they did a good job at you know, balancing the, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know, you don't know which way to go with Loki. You don't know what he's about to do. Thor was just rigid. Exactly. Yeah. And it was Very just like one note. Yeah, the one note, and it was just like, all right. You know what I'm saying? One as as we progress, it's just like, yo, Thor is mad funny. And then once Ragnarok came out, it was just like Thor is getting a, a new look, a new, you know, everything changed. The stakes, the stakes were raised. We threw the Hulk in. We threw all these. Like dope new characters in there, and it was just like, all right, we've created a dope world now. And now with Thor: Love and Thunder, um, it's pretty much the story about how, you know, um, Thor has moved on. He's out here with the Guardians of the Galaxy, hanging out with them, him and his rock buddy. And uh, so now, if you've seen the trailers, you know that Natalie Portman comes back as um, what's her name in the it's Foster Jane Foster. Jane Foster yeah. Jane Foster's back, and now she's like, yo, why why is she out here with the helmet on and the hammer? What the hell is going on? Why is she out here with powers? You watched the trailer? No, I just knew. already knew from reading. Oh. And I've seen posters. Of I just like, about, I haven't even know. seen the trailer. Oh, uh, you didn't see the poster? You didn't know she Oh, yeah, be... I did see the poster. But yeah. I, just, I just figured they just drew it. 
Like it was just like an eighties thing. I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't watch the trailer. I went in there. So were you super surprised when she was? I I didn't know anything. Okay. And I didn't really look at the the poster. I was like, oh, Thor. You saw her in that outfit. But I didn't think of it. You know what yeah. it reminded me of? Uh, the Adventures of the Babysitting Club. Remember the little girl was always dressed like Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So she I was had just that, like, she had the helmet. On. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, this yeah. is cute. They were dressed alike. No nah, man, this was uh, you know. And so the story pretty much revolves around, you know, Jane and Thor becoming reunited. You know, it's been a while since they've been together. And, you know, they go into, like, you know, the details of the breakup and why they broke up. Because we, we really didn't get a real grasp on why Jane and Thor didn't work out ultimately. You know, they kind of hinted to it and whatever. And Natalie Portman has been, you know, popping up here and there. But we didn't really get to find out what, what happened there. We didn't see it on screen, especially. And so now we we dive into that. We get to know why they didn't work out. And all the while, there's a new villain introduced named Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale. Let me tell you something about Christian Bale right now. Say what you want about Christian Bale. He's going to act whatever he's in. He ain't he, he going to goddamn give you a performance. Whether, whether you rock with the movie itself or not, Christian Bale is one of the, he's a cream of the crop actors in terms of just like, uh, you know, he's going to transform. He's going to lose mad weight and almost die for a role. He's going to get fat for a role. He's going to get in shape for a role. He's going to do whatever it takes for the role. He is an actor's actor, and he's been acting since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just thinking about his filmography and, like, the stuff that he's been a part of, and it's just like, man... You know, when I think about The Fighter, where he played a crack-addicted former boxer who was training his brother, or you think about, you know, him being Bruce Wayne, or you think about him... Um, I didn't see The Machinist, but I saw his body transform. I did see him where he played uh, Dick Cheney. You know, it was just like, yo, this dude is, you know... And then you see him in The Prestige, and you see him in all these... These dope joints. Gore the God Butcher is a character I was unfamiliar with in the comics. So I was just like, yo, his name is crazy. Is he out here butchering gods? Like, you yo, know. The name Butcher. Man. Anytime I hear Butcher in a villain's killing name. killing you hard. Yeah, like think about all the famous butchers in movies. Right. There's, uh, There's Butcher from the Boys. Butcher from the Boys. Uh, Gang of New York. Oh man! Oh, that's yeah. uh, there's so many, yeah, butchers that I'm like, nah, man. Benny the butcher, Benny the butcher. Selma. There you go, killing it on tracks. <laughs> yes. Um. So, with that being said, Chris Christian Bale comes in, and one thing one thing I do like about Marvel well, there's many things I like about Marvel, but one thing that they have a track record of is giving the villains a little bit more weight. You know, sometimes they don't always nail it. But sometimes they really nail it, like with Killmonger, Thanos, Loki. And now, Gore the God Butcher, you're immediately brought into why he does what he does, what his motives are. And once you give a villain that, it makes the film more enjoyable. Now they're just not black and white, cookie cutter. Oh, I'm just doing this because I'm evil. I'm just doing this for the money. Now we have something extra, and they give us that early on. And you know why God, I mean, Gore the God Butcher is doing what he's doing. Oh. Christian Bale, 
the way he looks and, you know, the way he communicated and the way he was doing the things he was doing, I was like, yo, this is a dope villain. I was all in on Gore the God Butcher. And um, I was just like, yo, this is dope. Taika, he's going to give us more of the color, more of the crazy visuals, more of the crazy characters. Um, so we're still within that that wheelhouse of just like colorful, crazy visuals, just wild. We don't know what's next. Um, Jane coming back, I was skeptical because Jane never really floored me in the previous store installments. She when she left, I didn't I didn't even flinch. I was just like, oh, they broke up. So, you know, it was even though Natalie Portman is a tremendous actress, it was just like. All right, she's gone. You know, she wasn't really doing anything. She, her anymore. role in the first two, it wasn't, uh, didn't do her justice as an actor. I think. No, no, she was just, you know, it could have been anybody. They gave Kat Dennings more of a, you know, personality as her friend, and so uh, now with this new Thor, we really, we, I feel like we're tapping into Jane now. I'm like, yo, yo, all right, okay, now, now I feel like. I feel like Natalie Portman is having more fun with the role. I feel like I feel more connected to her as a human being within this role. So I'm like, all right, we already we already love Thor. That's been established through through Endgame and Infinity War and like you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok. We love Thor. We just like, yeah, man. Now can Jane measure up? And, and she does. It's like, all right, now I care about their relationship now. Um, Valkyrie is back, played by Tessa Thompson. I love Tessa Thompson in this role. Um, I wish they gave her a little bit more to do, but I love seeing her. I love, I love the chemistry between her and Thor, and her and Jane. I like that she looked like a black woman in this. She got braided hair mm -hmm. in a Marvel MCU film. No perm. Box braids. Box braids. No perm. No straightening of the hair, and they letting nope. her just be her. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm all in. And her face was like. Man. She got a good face. She's got man. a great face. I could watch her exist forever. Yeah. She's got a good face and she knows how to act. Like when I think of her and uh she can emote. Like you know what I'm saying? She can be, she can she can hit you with the quick one liners or the the sarcasm. Or she can really like when you when you know she's pissed off, you feel it. Those eyes, she's just like, yo. And they already have a good chemistry because they, they even work together in the men in black movie that nobody really <laughs> Nobody really connected with, but they, but they were good. But uh, so it was good to see Valkyrie back, and um, the action and the visuals were good. And we get, you know, we get to see Russell Crowe in this movie. You know, he plays Zeus, and I've never seen Russell Crowe really be this funny. I was just like, yo, Russell Crowe is cutting up. Like it looked like Russell Crowe was having fun in the role. Like, I was just like, yo, he having a good time. He's chewing up the scenery right now. And so it was good to see that. Thor, Love and Thunder has some great visual pieces and great... Uh, there's, a, there's one action sequence that takes place, and visually, they take away the color oh, of yeah. the scene. But within that... Within those fight sequences, they're showing there's like bits of color coming in depending on what weapon they use, and Gore's eyes were always a certain color, and I was just like, "Yo, visually, this is dope as hell," mm -hmm. and um, I really like that scene a lot. Um, my my biggest complaint about this movie is really just they didn't give Valkyrie enough to do, and they didn't show Gore's journey 
through the butchering that he was doing. We know he's a god butcher. Show us more of that. Like if they would have shown that, because we already get his motive, we already know why he's doing it. But I would just like to have seen some of the guys that he's taken out. Just give us the guys that he's taken out. I feel like that would have made it hit harder, and that would have raised the urgency of him coming for Thor. And I, I feel like they kind of they kind of missed it with that opportunity, because the movie is short. In, in comparison to how long these comic book movies have gotten and how long they are now, this movie feels very lean. It's very fast paced. There's no, there's not a lot of fat on the bone, but I feel like they could have added some fat and showed us. Give us, give us another 15 minutes of gore getting busy. And I, I feel like that would have been dope. Um, but I was entertained. Like you know, I, I saw the reviews going in, and he's not as good as Ragnarok, and like you know. The MCU is not that good in this phase and it's, it's continuing on. Me personally, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it a lot. I was entertained. I was never bored. It was exciting. I cared about the characters. I got emotional a couple times. And so that's all I that's all I can ask for when I watch a movie. Am I excited? Am I getting emotional in the right spots? Do I care about the characters? What more do you fucking need? We're getting too picky out here. We're just like, well, no, it wasn't as good as Ragnarok. But that doesn't make it a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't going to be better than this, this, that, and third. It was better than the other two Thors. Now, I myself, I would put Ragnarok above Love and Thunder, but that's for different reasons. It's because, you know, Ragnarok was such a departure from what we had gotten the previous Thor installments. So now we have that shock value coming in of these different character turns and the visual. Everything changed. So now we're going into it like, all right, we know how it's going to look, how it's going to feel. So now we don't have that shock value anymore. So now we're just going forward with a new story. So um, I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I think it's a good MCU film. It's different. It's wild. It's crazy. And I liked it. Um well, forget all that. Y'all want to know my smooth jazz review of Love and Thunder. Well, here it is. Oh, yeah. I'm giving Thor Love and Thunder. I'm going to give it a, a soft four saxophones out of five. Yeah, I'm going with that four, man. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, what you giving it, Sabrina? Man, I'm giving it a hard <coughs> 4.5. You know why? Ooh, nice. I had a good time. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed myself. There was multiple scenes that I was like bright-eyed and like, ooh. Yeah. I felt like a kid. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is a good time. The um, the soundtrack was nostalgic mm. because Mad Guns and Roses. At, at the time that Guns N' Roses <laughs> Guns was popping, I was an MTV And I want to say this about Guns N' Roses. What? Black people fuck with that Appetite for Destruction album. It's a good album. When they when welcome to the jungle, man. Goddamn old sweet child of mine. <laughs> black folks that don't even listen to Robbie, like, yo, that shit. Oh, they don't they know it. It's that's we it. All that's all you need. Axel Rose is problematic from the Axel things he Rose. said. But that album, yeah, but keep going. Axel Rose, I remember I got really excited to um work for Guns N' Roses years ago because I was like, I get to see this live. And when I saw him in person, I was like, who the fuck is this woman? <laughs> he got so much work done. Um, and he had he had box braids. Oh, wow. This was the first time. This is before I've ever seen a picture with him of box braids. I was yeah. like, what is this? 
and he was in the stage doing. I mean, he was in the audience, like where everybody was sitting, mm. doing the sounds, uh, like the sound test or whatever. Yeah, and I was just like, this is. <laughs> I just couldn't stop looking at him. I'm like, what is this? Um, I I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. Everything about it, Thor is really come to. Yeah. To be a good like. I can watch him and, and really enjoy it. Because in the beginning, I didn't care about him. Right. But now he's just like, he. yeah, he's definitely a favorite. There's a lot of scenes in there that, like, they're, even though minor, they still stuck with me. Um, like, I don't want to say anything. Mm. Like, his older brother, the scene that his older brother's in, mm. that doesn't give you much. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm all in. Yeah. I was all in with Thor. I want to watch it again. Um. Do you like it better than Ragnarok? Yes. Oh, I do, because it's it's um, it's less goofy. Is it? Yeah, because the Jane story, I felt That's that. Fair. Oh yeah. Yeah, I felt that. Like I feel like her story is a, a major part of why yeah. I like it a lot because that's Adam. real. Yeah, yeah. And it and it added that like. Like there's so many good times and good funny moments, yeah. And then it's just emotional, and then you're like, "Yo, I feel everything. I'm mm. feeling all of this." Yeah. And it's just like I like the emotional roller coaster that this one took me on. Okay. Uh, over Ragnarok. Yeah, and that's why I'm that's why I'm sticking. Cam. Uh, solid. Well, it depends. See, I'm judging it on a few things. Uh, um, let's see. I'm saying a solid three and a half. Uh, like you said, a weaker four, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, I do like Ragnarok better, but I think that's because I knew where Ragnarok was going MCU story-wise, and oh. we still don't know what this is building towards or what elements uh, they're going to take from these movies right. for the next possible event films. Like we knew right. that like Thor was uh, that Ragnarok was setting us us up for Endgame and right. Infinity War. So mm. we kind of knew certain things that were gonna happen. I really like Tom Hiddleston and like he wasn't in this and like he was one of my favorite parts of the Thor movies. Yeah. Mm. Um but I think visually fantastic this movie was yeah. like it's crazy beautiful to look at crazy uh, and, and like and, and like diverse in the visuals too like the scenes there is a scene when they're all black and white and I yeah. just like oh, man, the way they were was... able to like shape the shadows in that. So dope. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a good time. Uh, I think the villain in this probably better. I think I liked Gore better than I liked Hella. Uh, Hella. Me too. Uh, I think they didn't give Hella enough to do, and they gave right. Gore a lot to do, and they gave yeah. more backstory on him. So right. I, like, I felt for his character more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but story-wise, it moved so fast that I just yeah. kind of felt a little exhausted at the end of it. Yeah. And I was like, I needed a couple more moments where everything can like chill and we can like develop what's happening. Yeah. Because it felt like a race. So mm-hmm. It definitely felt like we got to get the hell up and, out of here. Right. I give the same criticism, I think, to Doctor Strange is it felt like a race too. And I think yeah. we need to kind of like slow down with some of these movies. Doctor Strange was yeah. fast paced. Yeah. It was just like, man. Like it hits we, the ground running and then did. you don't stop it until It never let end. up. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. They they rushing these. Yeah, <laughs> they rushing. I feel these like movies. we're rushing towards something, but yeah. I don't know what we're rushing towards. So right. it's like, well, so what are we? What are we doing? Yeah. Um, but I, I was I was pleasantly surprised for the good on on Thor: Love and Thunder because I wasn't expecting much. That's the thing too is my expectations were low. Yeah, my so expectations like, were low. I, was like, I don't know about this. Yeah, one. I literally had none. I didn't read no reviews. I and I will admit I never really stared at the ad as like me thinking about the poster yeah i never stared at it i just glanced at it like oh it's coming out right and kept it moving yeah. and now i gotta go back and stare at it <laughs> yeah but um because I, I had no now i really just didn't have any expectations i didn't know what to who to expect what yeah. to expect i ain't i ain't know nothing but 
It was a good time. I man. like how in these two Thor movies inject that kind of weirdness into the because if you look at the old Marvel comics, mm. especially Thor's one, they're yeah. very weird. Like Absolutely. the designs, the costume yeah. designs, the, yeah. the aliens, and I like how they kept that. They stay faithful to that right. with the colors, the really bright colors, the really kind of just like weird aspects of like this universe that exists outside of Earth. Right. There were these exactly. um, aliens that look like owls that made me so uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they made me so uncomfortable. I'm like, I this scene is great. Uh, why were you uncomfortable? Because they just it was just owls as humans. I just didn't like it. It wasn't <laughs> sitting right in my soul. I was like, why do they have hands and feet? I don't like this. <laughs> It was just something about it that was just so creepy. Like if I saw that in person, yeah, it was um similar to there was something in the Wiz that also freaked me out like that. But it is just there's certain like was it, the, uh, was it is it on on the Wiz? Was it the 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 motorcycle? Yes. Uh, oh gar- my uh, god! Bird men. I think I just don't like birds as people. Anthropomorphic birds. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what they were in the Wiz. Keep and that they, away from me. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-mm. I don't um, want it. One thing I will say about what the MCU is doing right now is that I feel like what, whatever they're doing, I feel like we, we put such a high, um, you know, Endgame and Infinity Wars set things at such a high. Yeah, it was such a high, high. one false move, it's like everybody wants to wants Marvel to top that right out the gate. And it's like an individual Thor movie is not going to top Endgame just because you just can't compare the movies like that. The the stakes won't be as high. And even though Spider-Man, was it No Way Home? No Way Home was so good, Spider-Man literally had to pull out all the stops for that movie to just be amazing. They had to really just pull from... So in essence, Spider-Man had his own Infinity War type of scenario within his own universe with that movie. And that's why that movie was so good, because they were able to pull from years back. MCU already did that. We already brought everybody in. Exactly. Now we got to kind of chill, let everybody get their solo space within, and then build up to something else again. Well, and it's this aftermath that I think we're feeling, but they're showing the characters are feeling because there's an after because Endgame <clears throat> was so big and it affected so many characters that this right. is what they're dealing with afterwards. So we kind of have to wait and kind of see how the like, PTSD right. that a lot of these characters are ex- feeling after right. such a big event. Yeah, and so I feel like so the movies that have come out since Endgame, Shang Chi. The Eternals, Strange, and Thor, with you know Spider Man off to the side, kind of in but kind of out. I'm happy with the movies. Like I like Shang Chi, even though people didn't like Eternals. I feel like Eternals, Eternals is, is flawed. It's flawed, but I feel like there's so much there that that should have been there that I think they're gonna do in the second one. I exactly. hope that it's building towards something. Yeah, and I was still, I still came away from Eternals like, all right, I'm with it. Like you know, to me. Marvel still hasn't shit the bed. Um, the MCU still hasn't shit the bed to where I'm just like, oh, this sucks. So, and I'm I'm good with that. Like, you know, when you look at Morbius and compare it to anything the MCU has done, it's just like, oh, well, yeah. the MCU is still doing its thing. Even though, you know, I'm I'm not really loving the the MCU Disney shows. Um, although I did like WandaVision. And I love Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight. Have you watched any of Ms. Marvel? I, st- I saw episode one of Ms. Marvel. It's not bad. I, I, I it was like cute. It. Yeah. 
That's the thing. It's too cute. I think it's moving Disney away Plus. from that, from the previews I've seen. I've not seen the whole show yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think it's it starts that way, but I think it's going to give you that more like an, uh, seriousness Good. they're adding to it. Good. Because I'm, I'm done with the cute. And I, I one thing I will say about MCU, and I need y'all to fix it, you better fix the Hulk. Because oh, yeah. I'm still oh. mad about what y'all did to him in Infinity War. And you soften him up, you cut his balls off, and threw him in the river. I'm still mad about this. And I'd say She-Hulk is probably the thing I'm most worried about, based yeah. on the previews that I've seen. It's I, not. It, they better do. They got to do something. They got to do something amazing, because what I saw early on, I'm out. But uh, the Hulk needs to be rectified. He needs to be fixed. And I want to see World War Hulk, if we're going. Oh. I want to see that done. Yes. So... Um, this is, since we're on the Taika Waititi, uh, topic, we're not really, but, um, a friend of mine was like, oh, I'm having movie night with my kids, suggest a movie. Why did I say Jojo Rabbit? Oh. With their kids. Yeah. Why did I say that? Oh, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I was like, that's a good time. And right. then I completely forgot. Wait, right. you recommended that movie? Again? I recommend that's... that they watch that with their kids. No. Did they watch it with their kids? I I immediately hit them up later. Like, okay. wait a second. I yeah. thought about it. Oh, Do man. not watch this with your kids. Watch oh, it by yourself. Well, because on, the, on the, the preface, it looks like it could be a fun kid's movie. The name of the movie is yeah. Jojo Rabbit. No, and there's a Look little out, kid man. as the main character. I literally hit them up. Look out, I called and yeah, I said, call. you know you know what? Just don't Show do that. Show up to the crib. They're like, why? The I was like, Shut that I was down. like, you never heard of it? They're like, nah. I was like, do you know who Taika Waititi is? They're like, well, I, I've heard of him. I didn't. They don't they don't do movies. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's about a little boy oh whose imaginary <laughs> friend Christ. is Hitler. He's like, and you wanted me to watch this right. with my kids? I said, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. It'd probably go over most of the kids' heads, but like you don't want it to go over the kids' yeah. heads. Yeah, yeah. That's it's the like, thing. But there's gonna be certain moments in there where just like the, the shoes. youngest the shoe mm. part is mm. what made mm. me call. Yeah. 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 The shoe part is what made me call because I was like, yeah. oh, wait, never mind. That's watch tough. this by yourself, though. I was yeah. like, please watch this. Good movie. Great movie. Great film. Great film. Do not watch it with but, your yeah, children. The kids, not just yet. Yeah. And Unless then, they're learning about that in, um, yeah. in if school. It's yeah. If it's Holocaust time in school, then. Then that's actually a great movie. Honestly, to watch. yeah. Absolutely. Really good for Absolutely. seeing what the, the Germans yeah. went yeah, through. What they, yeah. Once I learned about the Holocaust in school, I was, I was, I was all in. I was all in that topic. I was just like, what? Who? I was all in. Oh, me too. It was uh, this fascinating. Man, I was just. It's I a was villain. Like, yeah. It a was, it real was, life villain. It was tragically amazing. World War II still to this day. Just anything involving it, I'm like, I'm clued in. Um, anyway, got to get the hell up out of here. Um, yeah. Let me know what you thought of Thor, Love and Thunder in the comments section below. Do you like it better than Ragnarok? How does it rank up? Uh, did it... Uh, did you did you have high expectations? Were there low expectations? Let me know in the comment section below. Also, let me know what you think of the MCU movie releases since Endgame. Let me know. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And as usual, we out here on the movie review tip. Verbal cardio, though. Uh, let us know about what you think, who you think is pop and R&B between, oh, yeah. uh, let's name five artists. So... Is Michael Jackson's Thriller pop or R&B? Do you consider Mariah Carey pop or R&B? Do you consider Whitney Houston pop or R&B? Is the Bodyguard soundtrack 
pop or R&B. Is Lauren Hill's album, The Miseducation of Lauren Ooh. Hill, is that hip-hop or R&B? Mm. I want all these answers. Right, let me know in the comment section below. But thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio. Yeah. Boom.